launched off the Hercules' very own helmet when he defeated the demon Jurian. You sure it wasn't your horse shit that frightened Jurian to death? Hmm? General Sitocles, perhaps you would care to inspect the armor of Hercules. Leather armor. Hmm? We will be skewered like pigs. Linothorax. Hewn from the skin of the Aramanthian boar. It's indestructible. Now, wait, if it's indestructible, how did Hercules cut it off the boar? He used an indestructible blade. This is Andrew. This is Damon. <laughs> this apparently is a Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> oh wow, I don't even know where that came from, but sure. No, it's the laugh that he made initially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... Thank you, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed and then have... laughed at myself. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if you're Douglas's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've wondered that for years. <laughs> some, some, some of us have wanted it to be not true. More Ooh. than others. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I would identify which one. Uh-huh. Right? But, you know, we want answers. Throwing shade. <laughs> but anyways, we are here to discuss... A film from the year of 2015, a year that we will only remember because there were better times. There were movies to watch, there were places to go, and we thought life would continue forever. However, today we're here to look back at this film, the film called Bahubuli, Bahubali, Bahubali, the beginning, one of the biggest, most epic Bollywood features to have come out in the year that then had a sequel. It was bigger than the Avengers. It was bigger than anything else. And Damien saw a dumb clip of a man on a catapult and said, we have to watch this now. Worst part about all of this, I didn't even remember until that, that clip came on yesterday. I didn't remember that that is where you said us that clip from. That is not why I picked this movie at all. Absolutely no, no memory of that clip until I saw it in the movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> at which point I was not amused. Uh, much like uh, Douglas's name, uh, <laughs> I was I was at the point Douglas was for I assume all of this movie. So, Damien, I yes. started begging you to change this movie about mm-hmm. a week ago. Yeah, man, you did. Okay. But right. um, Fucking the, <laughs> the other movie, here's the thing. The other movie I'd have chosen would have been Last Christmas. I'm sure I would have enjoyed that more than this movie. Uh, there's, Same. I mean, there, there's one part in Last Christmas that I will tell Douglas to watch. Um. It is towards the end of the movie. Something truly spectacular happens. Um, for, and it is it is it's a phrase by one of uh, my favorite actresses. Uh, but I will not ruin it for you in the off chance that you actually watch uh, Khaleesi be mediocre in, in this mm-hmm. movie. Paul Feig directed it. So if, I guess that might help you guys watch that movie. Mm. Uh, but... Emma I've Thompson been semi-interested says, in that movie for a while. Uh, this, the beginning and end of the movie is okay. It loses its way in the middle, like by a lot. But Emma Thompson says something at the end of the movie that it doesn't completely make up for what happens, but it kind of does, at least for me it did. Anyway, that's not the movie that you're here to yeah, talk about. Yeah, Damien isn't allowed to talk away this movie unless yeah. I forget it that quickly. Yeah, that's, that's not. Yes. Ahubali. Yeah. The beginning, and I'm guessing you you watch the end. Uh, no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm not that crazy. Um, So here's what I know about India. Sashin Tenduko, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> think, think that's it. Um, I was looking for movies uh, to watch, to, but I did. I realized that um, through through us doing this podcast, and we've seen pretty much every blockbuster type movie from America. We've seen most from Britain. We've seen some from Australia, um, Korean revenging, and on and on. Uh, but there are clearly gaps. There's countries that we don't pay any attention to. Um, I made a mistake um, and made us watch a Chinese blockbuster, which was <laughs> terrible. And then I kept seeing reviews for this movie and people saying that you know if you want an introduction to bollywood this is the movie that would get you in and those people are wrong they have to be there has to be better movies wait sorry you were looking for good i can actually recommend i don't know if good is the word but um bollywood movies that are enjoyable um i've seen a few right Damian, why did you not just ask me for so, that? Because I have been enjoying ourselves. Because Douglas, I've I too have seen a few described. Bollywood movies. <laughs> I've seen what's described as the peak Bollywood movie, that being like seventies movie Cholet, which is yeah. okay. over long and ridiculous and kind of amazing in its own nonsense, which mm-hmm. I think we would have enjoyed to watch. 
even though yeah. it's really fucking long. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, could have watched, the, yeah. this this to me is like the introduction to new Bollywood where they're like doing basically Marvel movies and Bollywood right. at the same time. <laughs> right. And listen, I, I was just going out and I'm just like, all right, listen. Um, either I'm going to pick like Andrew type movies, which are some esoteric um, no-name filmmakers and their bullshit movies from like Scandinavia. And I've seen a lot of those movies. <laughs> and so I took a gamble. Every, people who saw this movie said it was good. It was entertaining. And so I said, all right, internet. It's not like I have anything else to do. And at least, at least after watching this, I'll be able to go, uh, the internet is wrong. One that, that used to be my favorite pastime. And so Does I force you two people. Uh, no, because uh, the world is ending. So it doesn't feel as good anymore. Uh, I said, I know two dipshits that will watch this with me. So I don't have to be alone in this pursuit. I was right. You guys watch this movie. You guys were convinced for a minute there. Like, I was fucking with you guys. But no. I sat through this two and this almost three hour movie where... They made one movie for two hours and then he found his mother and then they just made a different movie <laughs> at the end, which uh, I I want to complain, but that is what Bad Boys 2 did when they went to Cuba. They just made a different separate movie for no reason. And I like that. But this movie is... It's... It's not it's not for me I don't I have to assume that there's something being lost in translation why I don't like this movie because apparently everybody in India did they have a billion people can a billion people be wrong yeah but yeah they seem to, yeah but they seem to like to like this movie but before before I, I and Douglas and I assume Andrew shit on this movie. Uh, let me give you a brief recap of what this movie is. Uh, this movie starts out fantastic. There's a woman <laughs> walking with a baby. And then people attack her and she promptly murders them. Then she stares at her mountain, says to save her baby. And then she she's drowned and her hand is up with the baby until people come and rescue the baby. Uh, and when the man goes and takes the baby out of her hand, she then vanishes out of the water. And I went. My standing this is... theory was that it was rigor mortis, like she rigor mortis herself to keep the baby alive above the water. I was just like, I was just like, if that is what this movie is, I am on board. And then it was not. Uh, the movie surrounds uh, Bahubali, who. He is he's the chosen one. Um, uh, as a young man, he tries to climb uh, a waterfall and feels miserably. And then... He didn't listen. Yeah. Shouldn't go chasing them waterfalls. <laughs> uh, Douglas, I'd like to tell you, I too made that joke. I think that's <laughs> why I was enjoying the movie. Of, I... For the, I'm not going to lie. For about 40 minutes, me and this movie were, were all right. 
Because <laughs> I was with you. dumping with so you, much arms on this movie that I was just like, yeah, man, this movie, it's dumb, but it's real dumb. Um, For the first hour, this movie like has yeah. enough ridiculousness that you're with it. Yeah, man. You're just like, I don't know where they keep coming up with this ridiculous nonsense. Um, I kept calling him Indian Hercules. Yeah, there's yeah, some... There's that. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I enjoyed for the first, as Andrew said, for the first hour or so, but then I, I hated for the rest of the movie was random slow motion. Like, the guy turns and they slow-mo him, flashing him here, and there's slow-mo jumps, and there's slow-mo landing, and there's slow-mo everything. I was just like, yes, movie. Let's just keep this going. Let's just quadruple. I want the, the back half of this movie to be one man throwing a punch in slow motion. That is all I want. Just keep escalating the slow motion. Uh... He, of course, um, sees a woman in his dreams, and that woman gets him to climb the waterfall he couldn't fly, climb. Um, that is, of course, after he destroys a religious shrine and puts it under a waterfall. Now, that is important. It will never be brought up again. It is done to, I guess, pad out this movie. No one knows. He gets to the top of the waterfall, uh, finds some girl who is running from um people who are hunting her down and then you see where it is what she's done is like bait these soldiers into running after her and then she and her clan kills them and then the movie decides we're going to put bahubali aside for about a half hour <laughs> we're just going to tell this completely other story because the protagonist isn't necessary here and then they go back to him, and you're just like, I don't know what this movie is. Um, then he's, after about a half hour of backstory, or side story, or some story, he gets his opportunity uh, to sexually harass this girl, which he promptly does. And then they fall in love. I assume that's how it's done in India. I've never been. You guys can correct me. By messaging Andrew. You'll never get to me, suckers. Um, and then there is an evil man because there has to be an evil man. And he's bad to his people because, of course. And there are people in this movie that are strong for no reason. Like it's never explained, they're just strong. And then they move on. Uh, and then the movie just keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going when he finally rescued um, I guess his mother I have no idea I, I lost the plot somewhere he rescues a lady from the bad people I thought that that is where the movie was finished and I like an idiot Look to see how much time was left. And there was 45 minutes left. And I could not believe what was happening. <laughs> because they then cut to another telling of some more backstory. And then the movie ends without them resolving much of anything. 
and because it's a Bollywood movie, there are about 10 um, inexplicable dance scenes. Because they have to, I understand that by law, they have to make them in these movies. But I don't think they needed all of them. And I was tired by the end. And when this movie, it's, if I had watched this movie, say, last week, maybe I would have changed my pick. But it's too late. I waited until last night. I'm glad I waited until last night. Uh, so that I could, uh, by the time this movie hit me, I was able to fall asleep and then go spend time at work. And so this is the first time I thought about this movie since seeing this movie. And this movie, it's terrible. Uh, but there are... If you go and look at um, some of the accolades that this movie won, it won a lot of shit. And there are a lot of write-ups from critics about how good the direction was. The direction is not good. Um, about how good the acting was. Now, maybe in India there's a different you know, uh, bar to measure acting. But from my perspective, the acting is borderline terrible. But people seem to like it is their biggest blockbuster. I don't understand why uh, this this movie is it's a terrible, terrible movie. Uh, but I'm kind of glad I saw it because now this will give me, I assume, another 10 to 15 year provided this isn't our final year on earth it will give me about 10 15 years um resistance to bollywood films i'll just see them and go no i've seen the best you have to offer and i don't need to see this anymore you just inoculated yourself <laughs> exactly yeah i've I've vaccinated from <laughs> from their terrible terrible cinema you give yourself um, some variations yeah man uh, it's oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, I guess uh, Andrew hasn't reached that far yet. I uh, I feel like in this context, I'm very much an anti-vaxer. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather we take good medicine <laughs> <laughs> rather than this 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 placebo of a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Damien, this movie is is awful it is terrible and herein lies the thing you talk about them saying that this is great acting i'm willing to accept that only in the sense that almost if we're talking about it in the context of probably what bollywood acting generally is which this movie kind of is perfectly emblematic of it even the the fight love scene where he he gets the woman, I've forgotten the character name, Abekta or something, Avantika, right? Um, to fall in love with her. Like, there is a... Like, it comes off almost like if we were to try and rate soap opera acting, right? Where that is ridiculous, and it's nothing we really engage with and enjoy, but if you if you rate one to the other, then eventually you'll pick someone to be like, alright, that one's above the other one. Um, and I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they all kind of match the type as to what I understand Bollywood acting to be. 
in its ridiculousness. Um, I, I agree with you a lot, Damien. For the first hour, I was in on this movie's ridiculousness. Um, because while while I am not the most um, well-versed in Bollywood cinema, I I know what it is to a certain extent. And I was I was primed for it coming into this. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this knowing that this is going to be ridiculousness and it will belong and hopefully I'll survive in the end. Um, the first hour where it's just one on top of the other of ridiculous acting and ridiculous um, Herculean efforts happening in this movie is pretty fantastic. Everything to do with the mother and even the the priest man who is like at the shrine and just saying things to the mother to be like the gods will provide and stuff is it is straight up comedic gold um but once you leave that hour and you climb up the mountain and you're now dealing with lord of the ring story it is kind of unbearable um, there are fleeting moments, like I think there's a scene when you get into the palace and you meet the bad guy, um, Baladeva, right? Where he fights a bison. And I couldn't help but laugh, where it's the first and only time in this movie that is littered with CGI, where it watermarks it to say this is a CGI scene. And it took me a few seconds to realize that because of um, the religions of India, that they had to specify to say, look, this isn't a real bison. We're not harming the the bison. It's okay. But in every other scene where it's perfectly obvious that it's CG nonsense, um, they can just ignore it and they'll be like, people will know. Um, which kind of, it's, it's one of those small things where you see it and you're like, all right, cool, cool, India. I didn't know you went that far. Um, but yeah, this movie is awful. And when you get to the end, like Damien talks about how they switched to a different movie. I legit felt like I probably took a, a blinked and somehow I thought the movie changed. I thought it was a different movie and I was stuck in it. And I had made a mistake. I had to pause it to check to see that Netflix hadn't done like a TV series thing and been like, you're now in the second movie. Um, because I had no idea how we got to Lord of the Rings battles and children growing up and they were the same characters, but this guy grew up down at the bottom of the river, but now he's in the palace and I got confused as shit. This movie's bad. And then you get to the end where... And it took me a while to like figure out what was going on, but where these guys are pretty much playing blackface the the bad guys were which is what I was telling you guys in the chat where I'm like why couldn't it have just been orcs why couldn't they have just made them orcs as opposed to like because that's not racist <laughs> it's obvious um and like I actually spent some time googling through stuff cuz I'm like look I'm not going to put America racism onto this Indian movie. I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. And like, most people are like, yeah, Andrew, they did that in India. <laughs> um, and it is... I was just watching it, I'm like, I want this movie to be over. Like, I felt the same discomfort I feel when I watch a 30s movie and someone puts on actual blackface. Um, it's, it's not good. It's... I, I mean... 
I know that the Bollywood market is the kind of one where they just kind of go with it. So a lot of movies are like this. But oh my god, this movie is awful, Damien. It is painful to watch. And to be quite honest, I should have turned it off after the first hour and just said, I'll not talk about this movie. <laughs> That's what I really should have done. Just be like, but Damien, you c- fuck you. You could have known that the movie was going to get that much worse. There was no real indication that this movie was going to just all of a sudden decide that this retelling of Hercules, as you said, with this Indian boy was going to become the Lord of the Rings epic. <laughs> it is... It's some different. I give them that. Damien, go watch Shelley. No. I'm inoculated. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I don't need Bollywood again for about 10 years. So this is when I call in our resident expert. Um, fuck this movie. What do you have to say? <laughs> <sighs> oh. My. God. Look at her butt. <laughs> so guys I, I don't even know how to describe the event that was this film I just want to know where you stopped <laughs> what you talking about I just, just, just tell me like what minute point did you stop alright so I'm not going to say anything to that effect why would I what I will do is I will read from my notes. Um, please know that my ro- my notes are succinct. Uh, first of all, and you, you kind of mentioned this before, um, this movie is available on Netflix, which is great because I did not have to pay to watch this shit. Uh, or at least did not have to pay separately. Um, but what I did notice, and Andrew, I don't know if you noticed this, when you search for this movie, there are apparently two versions. There is uh, what I, I assume three, is an extended I have three cut. versions. No, no, they're just language changes. No, 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 they can't be because they are different times. They are different um, run times. There is one that is two hours and something like 35 minutes long. And there is one that is two hours and 17 minutes long. And I made the correct decision to say, I'm not watching no fucking extended version of this movie. And I chose the shorter one. I feel like I watched the 240. I feel like I watched the 240 version. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the 240. Yeah, I watched the 217 because good man. Do you you remember what it was called? Was that like the, the Hindi version? No, they both have the same exact name and and art and pictures and everything. It just, one was longer, and I don't understand why. It didn't even, like, you would assume that in the description it would say director's cut or, you know, lost version or whatever, but it didn't. It was just like, yeah, there's two of these. I was like, uh, like maybe, when I searched it, like they have Tamil version. Like I'm looking at it on Netflix right now. They have Hindi version, which is actually the same runtime. And they yeah. have 
Malayan version, which is the same runtime. I don't know what's the one you saw. Well, was... remember you oh, and I have, are in two different. They have an English version that is two seventeen. There you go. Mm-hmm. So probably they so... cut some shit out for English. They're like, these guys won't get it. Let's take out yep. dances. <laughs> yep, that's the other thing. Netflix from day one said to me, "Dubs not subs," and I was too lazy to be like, "No, I'm not going to change this." So I was like, "Fuck it, all right, fine." <laughs> So, yes, I did listen to um, English um, as opposed to Hindi. (laughs) Um, What I will say for this movie is this. And this is my first big comment, my first big note. And I'm just going to read it. This lady is gangster. There's an arrow sticking out of her back and she's still murdering fools. Um, Damien. I applaud you for that thirty-second uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> scene. It started strong. It did. However, it immediately devolved into into horseshit. And I only have one final note, and that note is: Damian wins. Open bracket, thirty minutes close bracket. And that is where I turned off this fucking movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> Damien. Um, you, you, you won. Um, I beat you? So, I, you? You beat me. I never thought I'd ever do that. I remember I got kind of upset when you guys um, both did it at different times for the man who fell from... The, uh, the man who fell to earth. Um, I... I now feel your pain. I couldn't do it. I really could not do it. He got up to the top of the mountain. Um, he was hiding from some people in masks. And I was just like, no, this is, this is enough for me. I am adequately inoculated against this horseshit. Um, Damien, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. I... I felt like I was in physical pain watching this movie. And I could not get... I understand in principle the amusement at the rubbish that occurs in the first few... uh, Let's say the first hour, if you say that's how long it takes. But I don't know. I was just not on board. Um, He became Hercules and picked up the shrine and put it in the water and said, yes, mommy, there are a thousand showers on this thing. And I just wanted to punch my television screen. <laughs> Did you punch he, television screen? He jumped towards an imaginary woman who started dancing and singing. And yes, I know dancing and singing is quite popular with this type of film. But I, again, felt I, I had a, an irrational and uncontrollable twitch and realized that my car keys were in my hand because I was about to drive to Damien's house and murder him. <laughs> I really hated this movie and for me to say that and not even get 
three quarters, not even a half of the way through, not even through to the end of the first act. No. Um, Damien, you fucking win. Hats off. Take a bow. <laughs> Damien, this is, this is your this butcher podcast, boy. <laughs> this, is, this is my butcher boy. This podcast, I don't know um, what Andrew's going to cut out of it, so it might not be uh, accurate when you guys who are listening to this will listen this to will it. Be the but I'm telling you from now, right? That right now, this podcast has lasted longer than I did with watching this movie. <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't, I couldn't. Oh, this movie is horrible. I wanted to throw up. <laughs> it's because you're racist. <laughs> I didn't even thank you for explaining the orcs comment, Andrew, because I did not understand the orcs comment in the group. Thanks to not watching this fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> when when I saw it, I was just like, I get it now. <laughs> but I wasn't going to give Andrew the satisfaction of knowing he was right. You're like oh, Andrew has to wait like everyone else until podcast yeah. night to know he's right. Yes. And even then I'll probably lie to him for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. More than likely. More than likely. Yeah, I I mean Oh, this movie. As much as I'd like to have a shit fest on this movie, I'd much rather move on. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a short podcast, guys. <laughs> No, no. I mean, we can put this and Return of the Skywalker in a in a in a bin and like just light it on fire. I still haven't watched that movie. I think it's on Disney Plus now, isn't it? I should watch it again. Douglas, why would you do that? You can just watch the Mandalorian and be happy. Why would you risk your happiness on that movie? I have actually re- um, started rewatching The Mandalorian. That movie is, uh, sorry, that show is amazing. Um, <laughs> also, I haven't spoken about this yet, but I think we need to talk about that shitty documentary show that they're putting out there for The Mandalorian. I've not watched any of it. Yeah, not that's wa- oh. that's I assumed I'd just ignore it because I'm like, I don't need a making of, of this right now. Yeah. So it should be a step too far. But I am going to try and sell this to the both of you. Damien, shut your ears. Andrew. <laughs> Do we get different pitches? Is that what happens here? Yes, we're getting different pitches. Okay, cool. Andrew. Um, so, I know what shows you like. Do you remember a show um, created and starring John Favreau where he sits down, eats food, and talks about movies? Yeah. You like that show, don't you? The the documentary one or the movie? Oh wait, no, you're the, talking about you're talking about the, the one he did for IFC. I've yeah. forgotten the name of right now. I yeah. you know I completely forgot about that. I mm-hmm. did enjoy watching that while I was like going through YouTube and stuff at one point. Yes, I did enjoy it. Yeah, that. you do. That's this show. Enjoy. They eat food and they they, they make They don't eat food, but they sit around at the table and chat rubbish about what you know they did and it focuses on various things about the show you will enjoy this because it is that and so they it's have john it, favreau they have it like, 
so they have it like the academy, like the the academy director roundtables that happen near the Oscar time. Is that what happens? Um, not exactly. I mean, they cut to various like other things when they're talking about other things, but it is a big part of it is focused around that roundtable. Okay. And you will enjoy that. That's your pitch. Damien, Andrew, shut your ears. Damien, you now need to listen to me. Hi. If he shut his ears before, how can you hear yeah, me now? Yeah, but <laughs> I sent him a WhatsApp. Okay, I'm here. Yeah, I saw your WhatsApp. What's, what's going on? Damien, here is your pitch. Andrew, shut your ears. Remember? Shut your ears. Damien, your pitch is this. Now, and this, I think, is probably the biggest reason why I have decided that I'm in love with this show, this making of thing. Um, I spoke about the round table, which I think you'll find interesting, but it's not your focus, right? And it only got me so far into it. Here is what made me go from, this show is a reason for me to pay for Disney+, Plus to I now look forward to watching this show. There's a point where they start talking about the technology that they use to make this show, Damien. Yes. So I actually know about this. Damien! Yeah. This thing is fucking amazing what they did. Yeah. Um, they they create use... a soundstage mm -hmm. that is like no other. And it sounds like you already know what it is, but I'm not yes. going to say um, what they did. Just yes. know that it is it spectacular. Is spectacular mm -hmm. and they go into full-on detail they show you exactly what it looks yeah. like when you're on the stage mm -hmm. like you see clips of it of it in the first couple of episodes yeah. and you kind of think to yourself oh they're playing with reality and they've done something like there's some sort of green screen that they're pretending like this was happening yeah. but no they're not yeah this book it's the most buck wild thing i've seen Wow. in any movie um uh i mean it makes sense disney gave them essentially a blank check and said mm -hmm. uh i guess disney saw the star wars movie before everybody else and went we're going to need something to draw now <laughs> what is going to happen <laughs> <laughs> and damien even if all you want to watch is because each of these episodes like focus on something and there is one episode specifically that focuses on the technology i think it's episode three even if that's all you watch, I'm begging you, watch that episode. It is amazing what they have done and how they present it to you. Um, and I actually think, while I was watching this, I not only, not only was I amazed and awed by what they did for this show, what they can do for the next season, but I also thought to myself, holy shit, this is the future, right? More people will do this because I know... I'm going to put on my, my money man hat, right? This is something that essentially a business person could say, oh, all it is is I spend the money one time and create this big thing and then just say to filmmakers, pay me to use it for your movies. And I think that will happen, hopefully if movies are ever made again, but I think that will happen and we will get the most spectacular looking movies on the face of the earth guys you like i don't i'm surprised at how 
how um how much I look forward to a Thursday so that I can watch the show. I didn't think I I I press play the first time almost as a joke and it's gotten to the stage where I know there are only six episodes and I think there's only one left, maybe two, and I'm upset that there isn't more. That's all. You may now continue ignoring me. <laughs> I haven't heard anything for the last three minutes. Is Douglas <laughs> done talking yet? He needs to send me a WhatsApp. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I'm back. Um, <laughs> oh, so what else have you been watching, Douglas? Um, I don't think I've been watching much actually, but there are a few things that I want to talk about. Right? Did you watch um, Bali? The conclusion? <laughs> no, I have sense. <laughs> I, I only watch um, good movies. Actually, that's not true. Um, that's but, definitely not true. Yeah, that's definitely not true. I have a few things I want to talk about. And I'm going to start with movies that we've all seen and that I shouldn't talk about, but that I have views on. But um, I tried. I watched Hail Caesar. I rewatched Hail Caesar for the simple reason that I cannot stomach there being a Coen's, a Coen Brothers movie that I don't like. So I knew I had to be in the wrong here. But there are already so, two we don't like. Two excuse others. me? What's, what's the other two? There's the, the Lady Killers. Incorrect. I like the Lady Killers. I don't know about that, Andrew. Um... I know that I may have said I don't like the Lady Killers, but I mean, I like Tom Hanks in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have confirmed that what everyone else says is true. Intolerable cruelty is not good. Hey, uh, Absolutely um, not. Um, no. Um, no. 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 Um, think my I think my audio isn't working. Um, Andrew's been Damon. saying some crazy things. Oh, wait, I thought you didn't <laughs> like this one, Damien. You like Intolerable Cruelty? Everybody loves Intolerable Cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, everybody hates Intolerable Cruelty. No, everybody's um, wrong. Yeah, everybody is wrong. That movie is a classic. That movie, oh my gosh, that got me through college, Andrew. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're wrong. That movie is amazing. Um, is it good? good? No, no, but it's amazing. <laughs> Um, this movie, however, is straight up bad. I will give it this. Similar to what I said a while ago, Channing Tatum is just spectacular in this film. He, unfortunately, only appears in this movie for about two minutes. Um, is he riding a pony? <laughs> oh, come on in. Let's, let's ride it. Um, yeah, no. Um, he's not riding a pony. But unfortunately, I have to admit that Hail Caesar is just not good and it will soon be deleted from the box. Um, but I also want to talk about another, and we can call this a set of movies, 
that people have been shitting on myself included to some degree um, that really have a bad rap and don't deserve it as much as it gets it. And this is, I'm just going to put it under the DC umbrella, right? Now, I watched a couple of movies this week. I watched both Wonder Woman, which I still believe is a decent movie. Um, not as fantastic as everybody claims it is. And I, I know why that is, why there's an over-exaggeration. But it's, it's fun. It's great. I like it. That movie the awesome. movie... <laughs> I, I like that movie. It's great. It's 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 good, but it's you know just an average superhero movie. Um, what I really want to talk about, and this is a movie that I've flip flopped on in the past. At first, I think I said mm, it's okay. Then I decided I hated it. I recently rewatched Batman versus Superman. I'm not sure why I did this. Maybe I wanted to torture myself, but. You're looking for the Snyder Cut, aren't you? No, that's that's Justice League. <laughs> this is the Snyder Cut of Batman versus Superman. Um, Batman versus Superman is the Snyder Cut. Um, but this movie is fucking amazing. Like, I'm not even going to apologize. This movie is spectacular. If you like, and Damien, I know you like, The Man of Steel you need to like this movie because it is on par, if not better, than Man of Steel. Now, I know what people are going to say. There are flaws to this movie, but there are also flaws to the Man of Steel. That do- just because this movie is not perfect does not make it fucking perfect, okay? Um, or, or doesn't mean that it's not fucking perfect. Um, there are two things about this movie that I will admit are a little bit odd and a little bit jarring and don't need to be there. And if they were cut out of the movie, it probably would be better from a, a structural perspective. It probably would be a hundred percent perfect superhero movie in the oeuvre of what superhero movies are right now. But, um, I take this movie as it is. The first thing, and I have to tell you, everything up until this point, Damien, Andrew, is perfect. The first hiccup is Batman dreaming future shenanigans, right? This don't make any sense. Um, if you take it out of the movie, the movie actually works well. And th- this doesn't add anything or subtract anything from or to the movie. What I will say about this part, this little scene, is that I am happy that it's in there. Not because it's good, not because it does anything for the movie, but simply because it's fucking pretty. Um, I get to see Batman murder aliens, and it's enjoyable. Um... If somebody wants to make a director's cut or a Damien's cut and take this out and then say to me that that's a better movie, I won't argue with you because technically you're right. But I know that I feel better when I watch this 
um, alien shenanigan. The other hiccup, which I think is now something that I could get behind somebody saying, hey, let's take this out, is the trailers. <laughs> the fact that this movie has trailers for other movies that because people hated on this thing still haven't happened yet. <laughs> um, is kind of dumb. I can live with it in here, but now if somebody made a Damien's cut without it, I'd probably enjoy it a little bit more or it would probably be a better movie. But those two things are the only somewhat low points in a movie that actually has nothing but high points. And I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, it has the same sensibilities, the same sense of action, the same feel, the same look um, as Man of Steel, which is um, fairly pretty understandable because it's the same director, the same team behind it. Um, but it also has, I think, the same quality and something that people don't value as much as you and me, Damien, to a lesser degree, Andrew, but sometimes he, he, he just doesn't get there. And I have to admit, I didn't get there with the shitty movie that we had to talk about today, is just the quality of bullshit, right? We are talking about a movie where there are people with superpowers. There is one man who can fly. There is a, another man who is rich beyond belief, so much so that he invented superpowers. So he's essentially Iron Man, but in DC. Um, and they fight and... The funny thing is, and I know one of your arguments against this movie, Damien, is how ridiculous is it that they try to make you believe that somebody without superpowers can beat somebody with superpowers? And I hear your argument. But two things. One is, can we at least spare a moment for the fact that we have created an environment where this argument can even take place. There is so, so much shenanigans in this movie in, in even just getting your mind prepared for a movie where these two comic book people exist. Secondly, if you actually watch the movie again, and I think it is a good thing that I have so much space between the last time I watched it and this time. And Damien, I think you should do this as well. If you actually watch the movie and that fight, right? So yes, we've got this whole, you know, kryptonite rubbish. But even with that, it is clear. It is made very clear. I think you were just upset because there was a fighting chance given, but it is made very clear that at no point is Batman, is Bruce Wayne actually 
anywhere close to being able to be this 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 god um but guys i will die on this hill i love this movie <laughs> um i'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> i i thought i would like bahubali stop after 5 minutes I got all the way through and wanted more. <laughs> I wanted a Snyder's Snyder cut <laughs> for this movie. But yeah, guys, like I know you won't, but I would really love to hear what your take is watching this again after what I imagine is a protracted time, protracted period without it. So I just want to let you know that Snyder Cut joke wasn't me being shitty to this movie. I sincerely mixed up the two movies and thought <laughs> that Batman versus Superman was really the Justice League movie. So I I just I've just blended them all together in spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do kind of blend together. That's true. Um to be fair, I do think there's an extended version to this movie. Uh. <laughs> My problem with that movie is that the back half of that movie uh, becomes a CG vomit and makes so little sense, even for a comic book movie, that my brain was like, we have to, we have to sit this one out. The Martha uh, thing, the Martha uh-huh. thing was a, a step too far, and then the abomination thing was a step, a step too far. <laughs> I just couldn't. Like, the the lead up, it is not the Batman kicking Superman's ass. That part is the part that I tried to hang on to. And mm-hmm. then the movie. First of all, Batman kills 8 trillion people. There's a point where he's dragging um, some people in the Batmobile and then mm-hmm. throws it into a gas station and kills all of those. And I was just like, that is the Batman that I have paid money to see. And then... Um, what's his face as Lex Luthor? And, yeah, he's he's fantastic. And um, then the movie, the movie is just like both their mothers. His name Martha, a connection I never made, and I almost stabbed my eyes out when they said it. And then yeah, I forgot about the, that again. That one end, is still stupid. The <laughs> end of the movie is just orange. It's just orange. <laughs> yeah, and, but Damien. And, one thing I will say to you, right, is I had all of the same problems that you're just saying Yeah. the last time I watched it. I don't have any of those problems now. And because also, no, you know what it, what's up. <laughs> well, that's true, right? That's one thing. But also, think about it this way, right? Cast your mind back to Superman, to Man of Steel. No, I've always loved that movie. There's I know you never have. a point. I know you have, as have I. You and I are in yeah. the Man of Steel pro column, which again, yeah. not many people are apparently. <laughs> people are wrong uh, all the time. Yes. Um, Douglas but... is wrong a lot of the time. So. <laughs> if I you mean, cast not about your... Man of Steel, but yeah. about other things. <laughs> about other things. <laughs> um, if you cast your mind back to that movie, or even if you watch that movie again, which you should because that movie is fucking amazing, you will note that that movie also devolves into 
CG shenanigans for about five hours at the tail end. No, but they had dubstep. I I liked it. <laughs> I love the CG dubstep and the final yeah. fight more than made up for that. Yeah. But I I would ask that you watch this other movie, the lesser um of of the things. <laughs> and let me know what you think because I was gobsmacked. I was extremely surprised at how positively I responded to this movie. This movie is like five stars. Now, I want to talk about a couple of of quick things, a couple of new things that I watched. And I'm going to go out on a bang. Um, So first, I'm just going to quickly talk about the, um, the comedy special that was made just for me. Yep. Um, Hannah Gadsby is come has come back with another um, another comedy hour where she talks about me. She she named it Douglas. She named it yep. my name. Um, my name. <laughs> what's my name? Uh, apparently, that's also the name she gives to her dog. But that's that's another story entirely. Um, guess what, guys? She's funny. As I told you before, when I watched the last one. And I keep saying I'm going to watch more, but they're not on Netflix, and then I get lazy. Um, but this one isn't as funny. This one, yeah, but it's still acceptable. It's 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 at a it's above the bar that I use to call stand up comedy fun. And um, a caster does a similar thing where he essentially throws away the first fifteen minutes. So mm-hmm. that the rest of the special can be one long callback. Yep. She does the same, but she doesn't have the same knack. The first, yeah. the first fifteen minutes of this are actively bad. I would not. Because she's no. she's literally describing yeah, what she she's going to do and why she's mocking the people she's about to mock, and the the setup could have been done better, and but the payoff isn't enough. For you to throw away 15 minutes at the special. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's fine, but she's better than that. <laughs> uh, Damien's there mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that's tweeting at her. <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, she has a Louis C.K. joke in there. Yes. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like the show. Um, Andrew, have you watched it? I have not. Oh, you should. Did you watch the last one? I have not. I oh, honestly, wow. Until you mention, I'm pretty sure you have told me about it. When you yeah, mentioned man. the new special and saying she named it after you, I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, I don't know who this person is. And I've not watched it. <laughs> yeah, she... um. She got me hard with the last one. Like, when you... She... Schloss... She, she took the Schloss approach and, like, triple down. It was amazing. When you get me to enjoy a stand-up special where half, maybe a third yeah. of it is um, not actively not funny and actually... Uh, a bit depressing in in spots. Yeah, <laughs> pulling on heartstrings, and I 
100% enjoy all of it, then you know you've got some serious talent. Um, she's great. Anyway, finally, I want to talk about something. And this is going to have to be a communal discussion. Oh, thank you for um, waiting for this one. Yep. Because I watched something as a joke and ended up watching quite a bit of it. I watched Versus TV. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought Being versus else. God damn it. I feel cheated. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't, this is why I shouldn't look at your letterbox to be like, I want him to talk about these things. Hold on, let me look back at my letterbox. Is there I have, something I should right, be so, talking about? So, okay, there's one thing in your letterbox that I need questions answered, right? I see you've logged in. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, you're right. absolutely right. I should talk about this. I, need I watched to know, In Fabric. Did you watch all of In Fabric? Did you only watch I did what watch I told all of In watch? Fabric. I watched all of it. I actually, so weirdly enough, right? I kept pausing it to see where I was to figure out where you where your line of demarcation was <laughs> i mean i feel it's kind of clear like if you watch the movie yeah 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 i think it is i think it is um what is so, your opinion am i correcting my demarcation no you're not um first of Please, all i so can't watch the rest of the movie yeah you can't watch the rest of the movie um i did not so i like this movie but I don't. I clearly don't like it as strongly as the two of you guys. Wow. Like you guys sound like you are, you know, marching down the streets, uh, telling people that this is the greatest thing ever made. Um, I enjoy the craziness of it, the the oddness, the weirdness. Um, I feel like maybe because of the trailer and because of the person behind it and the fact that I couldn't actually finish the Duchess of what's it called again? The Duchess of something Burgundy, um, which, which was his last feature and how crazy that was. I feel like in my mind, this movie was like an abstract painting. This movie was like a Picasso in my head. And when I watched it, it was just like, a landscape with a couple of fucked up faces. Um, uh, it it was good though. Uh, I enjoyed the oddities of it. Um, I think there was a bit of a falling down with the concept that it tried to introduce at the end, which I think is what Andrew refers to when he says "stop at the hour thirty-five," but. It still works. It's still decent. It's not. It's not. You know this this horrible letdown of an ending that um, that Andrew's talking about. So okay, basically what I'm hearing from Douglas, and this is my interpretation, Damon. You tell me if you're right. Is that mm -hmm. he generally wasn't as in love with this movie, and therefore the mm -hmm. fall down of that last twenty minutes didn't hurt him. So I'm very <laughs> fascinated to see. How Damon will respond to those twenty minutes? Okay. By the way, Andrew, um, are washing machines involved before or after your line of demarcation? Okay, sorry. Then your line of demarcation is definitely wrong, because Damon, mm -hmm. there are some washing machine shenanigans that are fucking priceless in this movie. And if you 
have not seen that, then you have done yourself a disservice. Just saying it. So if I were to have a line of demarcation, Andrew, it would be the reveal after the, the very end of this movie. Okay. But again, it's two seconds and I see what they're trying to say, what they're trying to do, and I can live with that. Especially because, and I'm not going to say it because Damien hasn't watched it, but especially because of the imagery that it it kind of reminded me of. Right? I kind of I liked something about what it looked like they were doing. So actually, the more I think about it, you're absolutely wrong, Andrew. The end actually is a positive, <laughs> a big positive. Damon, have you watched, have you seen Washing Machines in this movie? Nope. nope. All right. Yeah, you, you, don't, you haven't gone far enough yet. Just go to the end. This will be a fun experience. Andrew, defend yourself. Um, look, herein lies my defense, and Douglas will tell me whether he thinks I'm right or wrong. I mean, <laughs> what he's what he's pointing to as the reveal, like, sure, that was kind of whatever, interesting and weird, and I probably would have cut that out anyways. Um, what what the reason why I dislike that last like I don't 20, need that explanation though. Yeah, is I feel like in that time they're just repeating the same things that you had for the first hour and a half. So you've you've hit the peaks in that hour and a half or however long it is. And then you're like, all right, movie, let's keep going. And it never really goes up anymore. It's just, for me, it just kind of like is slowly tapering out in a non-interesting way. Right? That's for me. Like, you know everything that this dress is going to do at this point. Like, it's okay. not like... it's You don't get a Super Saiyan on top of it anymore. And the rest of the movie is just explaining where the dress came from? No, it, it doesn't does... explain where the dress came All right, from. good. What, what it is, right? It um, extends the story to say that the, the dress keeps moving on and keeps on and... victims, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. assume that that is what the dress was going to do. Yeah. But its next victim, Damien, is a fixer of washing machines. Okay. And I can accept Andrew's argument that for him, he decided to focus on the dress and what the dress does and the fact that the dress does the same thing. But I would like you to instead focus on the washing machine part of it. <laughs> it is, oh boy. <laughs> so stupid I love it to death <laughs> alright I look forward to hear Damien's judgment now that this has been a prolonged like three month process of watching it from <laughs> <laughs> I remember I watched you, that one of you are li is lying to me and I will <laughs> not be happy if Douglas is the one that messes up this perfectly good movie <laughs> For a washing machine joke. <laughs> no, I think I think there's at least two. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I watched this movie. I think, I think I watched two movies the same day, and I rented both of them. And I rented the first one, and it was like five dollars or whatever the cost was. And I keep looking at In Fabric, and I'm like, I want to watch this movie. And I looked at it, and Google told me it only cost a dollar. And I was like, All right, cool. I'll buy them <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> yep. But yeah, back to um the communal conversation. Yes, no, no, I no that's not the thing I wanted out of the week. Like, yeah. Versus... <laughs> I, I don't did know not that... watch Versus. Yeah, movie. I figured Damien didn't watch it. But Damien, I'm the weird adult. thing is, I think you'd really enjoy this. But anyway, before we get to that, let's set the stage. I have, because this is quarantine times, because um, for a little while I was working from home, um, so there would be a lot of work done in the day, and there is a curfew that would start right now. It starts at nine, but at one stage it started at six. Some days it starts at three. So there are times when you feel very cooped up at home and have nothing to do. I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about. I started to watch crazy things on the internet. One of those things I'm happy I've watched is, and I think I've spoken about this for every podcast for the last like month or so, is Quest Loves DJ Sets. He is amazing. Um, Never the heard one, of <laughs> The one thing that I dislike, actively disliked, that I have watched a little bit of is Versus TV. And this is where two fairly famous singers, rappers, whatever, producers, face off. And all they do, because this is how bored we all are around the world, is play songs they've already made, that are already famous, that are completely unchanged, and we as a group need to decide whose songs are better. And these shows are plagued with internet issues. These shows are boring as fuck because all that it is is two people sitting down effectively on fucking FaceTime. We're looking at them and the most exciting I had seen up to this point was DJ Premier and... um, the RZA, where DJ Premier nodded his head while he was listening to his music. So I had already, up to this stage, um, decided, fuck this show. And even when they said, Douglas, two of the classic dancehall artists who you grew up with, who you, for some reason, still enjoy listening to their music, going to play and do this thing, I said, fuck this shit, I'm not watching it. Then Andrew Robinson came in. Andrew Robinson sent something in our WhatsApp group to say that he was watching this, this show. And I decided to take, let's call it, the golden god approach, the almost famous approach, I decided I am going to start watching this show 
so I can make fun of everything that's bad about it in the WhatsApp group, and all three of us can have ourselves a time. Damien, I am here to tell you that this was the most entertaining hour and a half that I have seen on the internet in a very long time. Um, so, first of all, let's um, admit and um, fess up to the fact that they cheated. Beanie Man and Bounty Killer clearly had a call. They called each other and they said, all right, listen, we, um, we've been doing this for years. We do this at stage shows like twice a night. Um, this is not something new to us. Hear what they have, right? You're going to, we're going to do the 90s show and then we're going to go to the early, the mid thousands. We're not going to do the latest stuff because that's, you know, whatever. And we're going to do the thing that we did at Sting 95, the thing that we did at Sumfest 1006. And we're going to put that all together and it get work, right? All right, cool. Um, I will come in a flashy jacket so you make sure your pants look good. Um, and trust me, I'm going to do something. I'm going to, to, to make a dub plate for the finale. You're going to do your, 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 your zigzag bullshit and it's going to work. <laughs> Trust me, right? <laughs> and that the official said, right, term? Cool. Yeah, that's the official term. Okay, that's science. <laughs> yeah, <All> right? <laughs> and then they, they also had another call to say, we're going to cheat because we're supposed to be quarantining. Fuck that. I'm going to call the studio. They're going to open up for us and we're going to just stay there. <laughs> So I turned on this thing, right? And I turned it on at about 8. I think it started at 7. So I was about an hour late. Um, and they were actually together in a space performing these songs. And again, what has happened in the past is that these guys press play on an MP3. And at the, the, the most exciting it got was that they either nodded their head or... Maybe like one iconic line, they kind of home to it, or or they they were like, yeah, you know, that was about it. These guys, they did do a little bit of playing songs and kind of just dancing in the background, but for the most part, they actually did the performance. So it was like it was half karaoke and half actual performance because they actually had DJs in the background who clearly knew what clock was striking. And so sometimes the DJ played the actual song. Sometimes even like mid-song when the DJ noticed, oh, he's singing to it. Hold on one second. They'd like pull up the instrumental and play the instrumental. So it became more a performance than anything else. And Damien, it became simply the performance that they do every night where they're clashing each other and they're having fun with it. And, I mean, Beanie Man and his belly. Um, I, I saw Bo the memes. Bounty Killer and his jokes. Um, the fact that the police came to shut down the performance. And... I know it has to be real because if it wasn't real, then the police would have come again 
and there'll be more jokes. Um, this thing, right? As much as like the memes and the talk about it has died down, I am still in awe of what they did. It was fucking fantastic. I you know, the weird part is, is I feel that? it would have only worked because it was Jamaica. Because mm-hmm. the people were like, look, we can't do it this way. We have to. We're old people and we're not doing this music thing over the internet. I'm coming to your yard. I'm going to do the music. I'm going to dance up and down to the song. Them. If yeah. this was in the, in the States, nobody would have done this. And it's not just because of distance reasons. Is reasons where they're like, maybe they do one artist in New York and another in Atlanta or something like that. Like, I don't feel anyone in the States would have even attempted to do it like this specifically. I mean, um, sound clash is not really a thing in the States. They have like rap battles, but they don't do it. Once you get big enough, you're like, people don't really do that. The only place that you can really get that is Jamaica. So I kind of understand why they did it that way. Here's the thing, though. I, the, I've been inoculated to dance all for a good many years now. <laughs> and so... Uh, unlike you guys, I used to actually go to Sting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that people took dancehall artists serious enough that they'd get upset. So part of why I went was to essentially taunt people the entirety of the show. Like one DJ would do something and I'd say, him definitely win and annoy one group of people and then just rinse and repeat that. I was always fun. Mind you, I had like 80 of my friends there, so I wasn't in any real danger. But it was fun aggravating people. And it was also fun hearing them clash back and forth. Sometimes they took it too far, but it's dancehall after all. Um, But to watch two old men um, pantomime what used to be, uh, I haven't been through enough of the pandemic for that to be appealing to me in any way, shape, or form. Damien, I thought I was you until I turned on the thing. Until the quarantine got in. You went for the arms hose and you came yeah. away happy. Yeah. Damien, do you remember? I'm going to, to draw a, a parallel here. Do you remember a movie by the name of The Intouchables? Yes. This is the Intouchables of you. All right, all right, all right. Listen, man. <laughs> it's just stop. You remember how both of us bawled? I would say, no, this movie cannot be good. Yeah. No way. No way. Listen, that you is You remember the... how we ended what, with that movie? Douglas, you're engaging in the epitome of hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> is this a war crime happening? No. <laughs> Yes, war and all kind of thing. <laughs> um, all right, but yeah, I, I I cannot believe how much I enjoyed this this show. And Andrew, I know you watched it because you're the fucking reason I watched it. So <laughs> I yeah, was, I was definitely <laughs> watching it, and I was definitely enjoying it a lot more than I planned to. <laughs> um, you can thank Renata for this because I would have never turned it on otherwise. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a fucking um house of cards or some some dominoes dropping. Renata pushes you, you push me. Hopefully, I belatedly push Damien, and the the ripple effect keeps going. <laughs> All right, it sounds that's like enough for me, dog. <laughs> I have a few things I need to talk about. All right, All right so I'm going to I'm going to rattle these off quick. Um, number one, the the most popular movie out of all of these that I'm about to list, um, The Lovebirds, um, the film with Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae. Um, Your boyfriend, Kumail? By, yep, my boyfriend, Kumail. <laughs> um, directed by Michael Showalter. I didn't know he directed this movie. Yep. Wow. I'm still not watching it, but I, mean, I like Showalter. Um, the movie is fine. It is a ridiculous nonsense comedy, and it's one of those movies where it's not really something that we would fawn over a regular year. It's just an okay comedy where there's some good bits, there's some bad bits. I enjoyed myself overall, just being being what we can now call it a Netflix movie, as opposed to something that maybe I would have spent how much money going to the theater to watch in. Um, if the pandemic hadn't happened. So, yeah, free time on Netflix, it's it's a fun time. I actually enjoyed it a decent amount. Um, but yeah, the next thing I want to talk about is the final chapter of a 10-year saga that is two men making Michael Caine impressions at each other. <laughs> My the trip to Greece. Did you watch the um, movie? Did they not make a TV show for this one? They apparently made a TV show for it, but unlike previous t- times, I found it very difficult to find the TV show version. Aww. I've watched the movie edit of this one, and this is the first time I'm watching a movie edit. Um, it felt, and I mean, this is obvious, a lot more abrupt than I'm used to these things being. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> like, it almost felt like it didn't really work as an idea of having these men walk around. Like, it felt like they were rushing through everything. And maybe it's just that I'm used to the slowed down pace that the TV show is at, where they're like going from area to area and having their time. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated for me to actually watch a TV show version if I can ever find it. Um, Hopefully, Amazon but... has it eventually. They, you said they have the old ones, right? Um, they did at some point. I don't know if they have it right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's. I still enjoy it for the most part. Like it's, it's probably what maybe it's because I watched the movie version for the first time. It's probably my least favorite of all of them. But I still enjoyed watching these two men. And what I find even more fascinating, even though I know that these two people, while they play, they're under their real names. These are like fictionalized, like storied versions of themselves I always uh, like at the beginning of the series I always sided with Steve Coogan being the antagonist being the one who antagonizes Rob Brydon but by the end of this series of films I side with Rob Brydon being the more stable human being (laughs) who just kind of watches Steve Coogan just demolish himself and be like I'm alright, I'm happy with my life and I enjoy my position in the world and continues to do his small man in a box joke, <laughs> which I love. Um, yeah. 
I definitely got the vibe, and I know I haven't followed this as much as you have. I want to, but you know, it's one of those things that you just don't. Um, I watched, I think, the first three or four episodes of the first one, um, and I always had the feeling that um, Steve Coogan was the bad guy, right? And that he was essentially playing an Alan Partridge version of himself, which makes sense because he is Alan Partridge as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I think my favorite was around the third one. I think it was the Spain one where they started to bring in stuff like Rob Brydon mocking him for how quickly he would bring up Philomena in conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because he got an Academy nomination for it. Yep. (laughs) Um, Which was amazing. Um, But yeah, more of those movies, but apparently this is the last one. So, you know. Oh, they're they're done? Oh, no. They claim this is the last, the end of it. Um, I don't know if it's bullshit and 20 years from now, we'll have them as Carl Reiner and Mel Mel Brooks, (laughs) like, running around Europe. But hey. Well, I mean, Um, they are British, so they tend to do that. But then again, I think there are about a thousand um, versions of the Alan Partridge show. So hopefully, you know, they'll get inspired. Yeah. Um, next thing on the list I want to talk about is I watched Spiritual Kung Fu. Is that the actual movie. name of this? Yes, that's the name of the movie. Spiritual <laughs> Kung Fu. Um, so Criterion put up their Jackie Chan collection. And this is the first movie in their collection um, called Spiritual Kung Fu, in which Jackie Chan is a troublesome student in a Shaolin temple. And he and some ghosts are haunting the temple and they start teaching him a new Kung Fu, the ghosts. Um, this is a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's fun. It's fun to look at it in the historical sense of Jackie Chan's career, because this is one of the movies that they, they explain very clearly that this is before Jackie Chan was able to like really control what his characters and movies were like. And they were just kind of, putting him into a random Kung Fu movie by directors who they were used to directing people like um, Bruce Lee. And they, were, and they were still at the time when they were like, Jackie Chan is the next Bruce Lee. And they just throwed him into something. And I guess they knew they needed to give him a little comedy to work with, but this movie is really bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I fell asleep somewhere in the middle because I woke up at the final fight and it just was like, what's going on? But yeah... <laughs> It's it's not even like the Snake and Eagle Shadow ridiculousness of oh, Jackie Chan that I love. But again. I'm planning to try my best to get through all of the Jackie Chan movies that they've put up. Um, I know I've already seen um, the Police Story movies that are in there, but there's some there's some titles in there that just from the title, I am looking forward to trying. Um, I think I think there's one in there called Half Love Kung Fu or something, which I'm like, oh, this must be great. But it might just be as bad as spiritual kung fu. Who knows? Um, the last thing I want to talk about is I watched Richard Jewell, the new Clint Eastwood movie, a man who mm-hmm. I had sworn off of. <laughs> but I guess I was too tempted by Richard Jewell and what it looked like. And I wanted to talk about one specific thing about this movie, and that is um, biases walking into movies and what they do to you. Right? So... I don't know how many people knew the full story of what this movie was about. I only knew the broad strokes going in. 
But what I knew a lot about was a lot about Clint Eastwood, because he's been very vocal in the world for the last decade or so. And his movies for the last decade or so from around American Sniper Forward, mm-hmm. like they've been a very sort of movie that I yeah, have he's, not he's enjoyed. He's been shouting at chairs for the last 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have sci- I've literally just not cared about him since then, just realizing that this is the, where he's at in life. And I'm like, look, I don't he's care. He's an old man. Right? Um, so, watching this movie, I continually felt fearful of someone making a film that attempts to make me empathize with a type of person that I disagree with in very heavy ways. Right? Um... It's it, and the the thing that got stuck in my head is the is one of the famous sayings that you hear in the news whenever these conversations come up, which is um, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That Accurate. that line, right? Um, and so I was I was worried that this movie would be the film that would basically portray that quote unquote good guy with a gun in an empathetic way, in a story that legitimately, based on what he's presenting to you, he got shafted, and you feel sorry that he got shafted the way he did. Right? Um, And the worst part about it is, I don't know if it's a chicken or an egg problem, where I walked into the movie with this continual fear that that's what the movie was actively doing to me, or if I walked out of this movie confirming that the movie was actively doing this to me, and the movie just did it um so and it upset me because it's there because that's all i had feeling from end to end of this movie just active fear that i was being manipulated and i don't know if it was the fear that fucked it up or the manipulation (laughs) but it happened somewhere (laughs) and i leave this movie and i'm like i don't even know if i want to have an opinion about it (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if either of you have attempted to watch this movie yet. No, I haven't. But I will admit that I too am tempted. It The trailer does look rather entertaining. Damien, have you come close to this one? No. I already know the story of Richard Jewell. And um, even though I have already canonized um, my boy Clint, both for his acting and his directing. This isn't one that I wanted to see. Well, yeah. So that's Richard Jewell. It's a movie that scared me and then played with me and scared me some more. So, yeah. You should you should talk to a, a therapist? Nope. Explain, explain what's happening. Nope. Um, I, I watch The Sopranos. It doesn't turn out well. <laughs> Pretty good end. <laughs> Damien, do you have anything to share? Sure, I'll do this quickly before uh, the device that I'm using uh, catches on fire and stops again. Um, so, I already spoke about last Christmas. Uh, the first and last act is fine, the middle drags and becomes nonsensical. Um, Khaleesi, mother of dragons, is in it. She is fine. 
uh, and the rest of the supporting cast is doing a far better job than she's doing. Uh, you. Oh wait! Stop it! That, that's not what I want. God damn it! Oh my word! <laughs> How do I turn this off? Right. Um. Anyways, I started watching Space Force. It's not good. Yeah, I started watching that too, but I still haven't even finished the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. I am rewatching Community. I forgot in my head the first season was the week. I mean, we know that the last two seasons were a waste of time and money, but the first season was supposed to get you prepped for the second season. Uh, the first season is incredible, and then it just ramps. I forgot just how hard the ramp up was. Uh, I was dying. I forgot like that, like the the try and abbe doing the um spanish song the donde es the where's the library song i forgot that that was like episode three like yeah, yeah that's real was, early like yeah. they were knocking it out of the park real early and then seasons two three and four is when dan Harmon clearly stopped taking his medication and just lost his that is when he was prepping for rick and morty with those seasons um but I'm only in season two. Everyone knows Community is fantastic. You should keep watching it. It's really very good. Um, I also watched... So I watched Last Christmas. There's another movie. Right, I watched Douglas's special. Um, <laughs> it's performed by somebody. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know if we've talked about the Patton Oswalt special on this podcast. Uh, we have not, but I've seen it. We can oh. talk. Well, I've okay. seen the first 20 minutes of it. <laughs> okay. It is flaming garbage. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the most disappointed I've been in a special in a good long time. Um, I think Douglas was questioning if he ever was funny. There was a time he was definitely... Like, I went back and listened to one of the earlier specials to make sure... Because this was so bad, I actually doubted it. Like, Douglas said it, I was just like, maybe Douglas is right. But no, <laughs> Douglas isn't right. <laughs> um, this is just, it's just bad. Um, I There's nothing redeeming about it. It's, except for, like, the second guy. The second guy is somebody I have no relationship with. And... His special Wait, sorry, is there's there's more people in the special. Yeah, so there's another gentleman in the second episode, uh, Bob Rubin, and he he has gone through a lot of stuff in his life, and it is it is as if his brain doesn't doesn't allow him to connect jokes to jokes. So there's just a lot of non sequiturs and him finding jokes somewhere in the middle but it doesn't always land but when it does land it feels more that you're a bad person for laughing with this guy than him actually being funny so i can see douglas enjoying some of this and Han and andrew find this hating this everything right so, this is, so there's an episode two um okay just keep it's the panels all portion is is so bad um, that it truly, it truly made me um, kind of upset. 
<laughs> that that it was that bad because it it feels it feels like he didn't try like you know that way where somebody like it feels like he thinks stand up is beneath him <laughs> that's that's the sense that i get um but it i mean there's there's not really uh, anything more to do with that um me and my mother finished watching the wire together um the wire is the wire i mean it's it's fantastic um the one movie i'm here to talk to douglas about because douglas lied to me um douglas told me to watch the hunt um oh no <laughs> thank douglas. god andrew have you seen this movie I refuse. Yeah, don't. It's not. All right. Now that we have a new, ba- we know that Bahu Bali is the worst thing we've seen this year. <laughs> it's not that. Um, I'm trying to. What is something we've all seen recently that is? Have you guys seen Bloodshot? No, but um, it's one of the bad movies that I'm thinking of watching. <laughs> have you guys seen Underwater? No, I I've seen not. Ready or Not, which is a movie I would say. No, is Ready or Not is good. <laughs> Ready or Not is a good movie. No, I told you guys not to watch Twenty One Bridges. Have you guys seen The Way Back yet? No. no. That, have you that seen does, The Gentleman? I watch that movie. Yes, I have. Yes. But I like All right. the movie. All right. So, I, Andrew, did you like The Gentleman? Not particularly. All right, so it's worse than the gentleman. <laughs> it is not like, worse like, than the gentleman. Like, it's like, not. Damien. Damien. Andrew, it is worse than the gentleman. Ignore <laughs> everything that is coming out of Douglas's face. <laughs> Do not watch this movie. What I would suggest you watch The Gentleman before rewatching The Gentleman, which is a bad movie, before watching. Uh, when you're out of, re- of movies to watch, and then you've rewatched all the movies you love. And then you've rewatched all the movies you thought you loved. And then the world ends and this is the movie left. And it's that or Bahu Bali. Then you can watch that. Then you have my permission to watch that. Uh, it's a bane situation. Um, and I... There's one more movie that I saw. Let me... Right. Uh, Andrew, you... Are you the one that saw Lucy in the Sky? Or was that Douglas? No, I have not watched that movie. I Douglas, was it you? I have seen that movie. No. All right. <sighs> no, I shouldn't do this to you, you got, guys. It's on your own, then. You shouldn't... I shouldn't do this to you guys, then. That movie looks bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I was thinking I could movie. use this again against no. you guys the next time we podcast, but no. Um, Tignatar is... already infected us with Bahubali. Tignatar is in there and she's in there for a little bit of time and she's killing it. Dan Stevens is also in there, but he's not in it a lot. Um, in what? Anna, Lucy in the Sky? Lucy in the Sky, yeah. Mm. Um, and every time I see Stupid Face now, I remember how good Legion Season 1 and 3 was. Uh, but and Andrew's girlfriend, Zazu Beats, is in there. But it's just not. <laughs> Did you just call her Zazu Beats? <laughs> uh, I mean, what's her actual name? Zazi. 
Is that any better? Zazu. <laughs> is it's Zazu better beats than a better? fucking cartoon animal. <laughs> is it? Is it though? Her last name is Beats. One voice by John Oliver. Yes, it is. Uh, the only beats I will officially recognize is Swiss beats. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's bad. Uh, it's two hours and it feels like it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bad space movie and uh, everything about it is so um, predictable. It it If someone told me that Ridley Scott made this movie, I'd have said, yeah, that sounds... <laughs> that seems right. I mean, I have to say... I've gotten to the point and I hate that I've gotten here because I really, re- I think she's real talented and real good. But I've gotten to the point where I know if Natalie Portman is attached to something, it's going to be bad. When was the last time she headlined a good movie? Uh, Leander Professional? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they said that she's 2018 where, annihilation. Where, where was she in Zoolander? This thing says she's in Zoolander. I Bullshit. think they're lying. She was probably in the crowd yeah, of this one is, of the fashion shows. This is I don't accept this at all. Um yeah, Douglas, which you, we can't hate on her because she was in one of the greatest movies. One two thirds of one of the best movies <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I forgot about Annihilation, but to be honest, that's the the um exception. Exception that proves the rule. Yeah, but what you an said exception! What was the last one. What's I'm taking it. You said <laughs> okay, the last fair one. enough. <laughs> what an exception! The, listen, this thing is also saying she was in Heat. I don't like this thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, she was in Heat. She was yeah. Al Pacino's she stepdaughter. She was a child. Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. a child in that movie. Oh yeah. She Boy. was in there for five seconds. <laughs> she was in Avengers Endgame. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well done, well done, guys. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. She that's still gets the royalty check, so it counts. I suppose um, she will be in Thor if it ever happens. So she will be in a good movie, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be Lady Thor. <laughs> um, will the internet protest? Probably. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Oh, that'd be special. Hang up the phone. You got the knife, I got the gun. Come on, ball, we're gonna have a little fun. I'm a crazy man. I die for love. I don't care what you've been told. My old lady ain't yours to hold. Do you understand? I'm a jealous man. Sitting in the sun, talking about the loving that they never have done, but they still had fun. Just talking about love.